The, I mean, too. the Eiffel Tower is beautiful. You're walking without a coat on. This is Big Ben. Right. <laughs> a plus geography. Hey, everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows? Maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it, because here we go. What's up, what's up, everyone? What's going on? It's December. It's fucking December. It's the end of the year. The fact that we have gone through this pandemic for nine, eight months, nine months. Oh, God, they're all blurring together. But look at look at us. We're here. We're still here. We're happening. What's new? What's new this week? Um, Stay-at-home orders, basically. You know what I don't understand? So our county, we're basically part of LA and Ventura County. My, my area is Ventura, but I think it's very interesting how like across the street, it could be LA County because LA County restaurants are basically cold, not closed, but there's no indoor or outdoor, but Ventura, there's outdoor. So across the street, a restaurant might not be open, but the other restaurant, I don't know. It's weird. Regardless, it's a weird time, but it's almost Christmas and Hanukkah. I'm so excited for my mom's latkes because of the fucking best. And yeah, and um, I just, that's really it. I'm happy that we're all safe and everything's good and there's nothing really new here. And I'm so excited to have my wife, yes, she is my wife, Maggie McHale, on this next episode. I'm so excited because I love her. And we're talking about how she started her relationship with her boyfriend now, Patrick, my sister wife, and what they've gone through during the pandemic and all their like super exciting things that are happening, which I'm so excited. And I love the two of them to pieces. And it's, it's, like I said, there is another great relationship out there. So don't give up. There are good, there are good people out there. So yeah, let's just let's just do this. <laughs> oh wow. Whew. Okay. That was good. That was great. I'm so sorry. I'm so oh. sorry, Big Ben. I'm, that is not the fucking Eiffel Tower. Yeah. Oh god. Killed it though. Crushing it. Thank you. Oh god. Thank you, my wife. My wife, my life, my 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 son. Oh, what just happened? Are you okay? Are we okay? Through my microphone. We were getting excited. We were getting so We ready. got too excited. I got way my, too excited. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my, my son to my moon, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. I am. Yes. And you are my son. And just, hi. 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 I'm so happy that we're doing this. And I'm so happy that I get to see your face. I'm so and happy to be a part of it. Yeah. Maggie, tell the world. The world who you are the world because you're in london right now i mean yes. if she's not in london she 
in her heart she is but in my heart i'm always in london so true currently hi my name is maggie currently i am in philadelphia yep with a a virtual zoom background of london yes not paris (laughs) i hate Uh, (laughs) i love it and yeah just doing me chilling (laughs) what do you do what you doing what are you up to what am I up to? I am a, I'm a bartender by trade. Yes. Uh, and I make cocktails and I run a cidery. And you can ask me anything about cider and alcohol and I probably have the answer. It's very, very true. You're also an amazing writer. And Thank you. Yes, you're I, welcome. Always, I, I also do music journalism and music management. Yes. And, uh, For Atwood, if uh, nobody has heard of it yet, you should. You should, absolutely. Atwoodmagazine.com. Yes. yes. Head on over there. Yep. Uh, my management company is PBG Management, actually yep. named after the street that I lived on in London. Yes. Um, yeah, and then I have a YouTube channel called In the Mix. In the Mix, which is so good. You need, you need to watch it, the drinks and, and your interviews with your musician friends. Like, it's just, it's a good time. Yeah, it's, it combines everything that I do in my day-to-day life, music and drinks. And yeah. uh, it's a lot of fun. And so just... This is our outlet. This is our outlet light right now. And just, God, we need it. We fucking need it. And how we met. So we met in college. We did. And we met actually your freshman year. We were we were friends. I definitely think we yes, were friends. We, friends. We were in the same circle. Yes. For sure. Yes. Um, all the same parties. Yes. A lot of mutual friends. Yes. And I always wanted to be friends with you. I remember the first time. Likewise. Like, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> Likewise. Yes. I remember. I was like, I always wanted to be friends with her. And I don't know why, like, we just never, like, connected like that. It never like that. clicked. In the, it never first. clicked. Not, not yeah. like we didn't click, but it just, like, we never, like, actually took the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was the summer after I graduated um, yep. One of our friends had a graduation party and I mm-hmm. went back out to Philadelphia and I will never forget because that's when, that was the night that my heart got really broken. And I remember yeah. I was crying in Megzi's guest room. like In the guest bedroom. Bawling yeah. my eyes out. With and, Camille. <laughs> yes, with Camille. Who was also on the show. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Maggie uh, walks in and... <laughs> Didn't you want an, um, a makeup wipe? I needed a makeup wipe. Yeah, I, I needed a makeup wipe. <laughs> I'm just yep. bawling and she comes in. But ever since then, we, I mean, you're one of my best friends. And oh, absolutely. Like, we just fell in love that, that night. You are literally my wife. Yeah, you're literally my <laughs> wife. And then since then, like, you would come up and visit me all the time in New York. Like, you would spend, we'd have wife weeks. Wife weeks. Yeah. Wife weeks, wife weekends. Uh-huh. We have done so much shit in that city. Like I feel like I was like an unofficial roommate at you some were. point. Absolutely. I think I owe you some rent. No, no, you don't. No, you don't. Because you I mean, you you have shown me so many artists and we would go to like the best shows and our pictures, concerts. our photo shoots, always Courtney Allen photography, always there for you. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> R.I.P. You deleted the channels. I know I did. I did delete the Instagram. I just, you know, it's just, I don't know. It happens. It is what it is. It might come back when I can come. I don't know when Rona's gone or not. I mean, people are doing photography right now, but. um, Easy to do socially distant photography. 
Yes, that is true. You just have to yeah. wear a mask. Wear a mask, people. Fucking wear your mask over your nose too, please. Yes. Good God. Anytime I see someone, well, anytime I see somebody that like has it with like right here, you look like, you know, stupid. I'm like, dude, you, you look don't look. Dumb. You look dumb. Like fucking, just do it. Just, it's not that hard. It's not that hard. It really isn't. Um, back to our back to our love story. Right. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just course. a health PSA. For but really, for yeah, yes, but yeah, we just instantly connected, and we, I mean, we explored the city, and you were a huge reason why, like, I fell in love with the city even more. Oh well, it's true. <laughs> it's true because we would do just so many great stuff, and like our our New Year's dates and our matching pjs matching PJs and chinese food yeah and our mm-hmm. ice cream um and just having our bagel spot and our smoothies and just yeah going to the brooklyn bridge when it's like 20 fucking degrees out to get a photo because we <laughs> did it yeah we <laughs> so did do cool. it we, but, but we, we did, did it, it. We and did it was it. great photos it was with your red hair i will never forget that without the red hair you bought me earmuffs because I, I but i didn't have cash and but, the street vendor only took cash. <laughs> but your ears were so cold. And you so needed cold. I, I can't find them now. They're in a box somewhere. And I need them. I need yeah. them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, all my stuff finally, well, you know, all my stuff finally got here today yes. in the storage unit. And, like, God. it gets cold. It gets yeah. cold here at night. I'm very surprised. So I'm very happy that, like, I finally have my winter my, stuff. Yeah. I didn't realize that California actually gets that cold. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Mm-hmm. And yep. here we are now. We're across the country from each other, but you're still, <sighs> you're still my, so sad. I know, but it's okay. Cause we're still, this is, this is us. We can this do is, this. We could do this all the fucking time and text yep. and, and all of that. So it, just, just, it feels so weird. And it obviously like, even if you were still on the East Coast, it would have been hard. But I'm so used to coming to New York at least once a month. I know. At least. <laughs> like, I know. And it just is very strange. And obviously, if you had still been on the East Coast, we still probably wouldn't have no weekends like we used to. But No, because you know, New least... York and Philadelphia, their cases are fucking rising yeah. again. We're in the Awful. second wave. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Third it's wave a... in Philly, technically. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know what California. I think we're still in our second wave. I don't know. I still, I, I don't. Brutal. <laughs> it's yeah. It's ridiculous. We could go on and on about our love story, but let's get down to. There's a lot. There's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of love here. There's a lot of love between the two of us. But I want. We want to talk about your other love. So yes, your sister let, wife. <laughs> oh, my sister wife. Yes. Uh, yeah, I love that nickname the best nickname. absolutely I we are we are sister wives so before before that nickname came about how was I, your your dating and relationship life like i know i know but yeah right <laughs> um so i feel like i went i would go on a lot of dates with people that sounds bad but like i would go on a lot of dates with people That's not and bad. i've only ever had before Patrick, I've only ever had two or three other like quote unquote serious relationships. Yeah. And I always felt like I was just so bad at relationships. And I just felt like I just like was not good at being a partner. And I Mm -hmm. feel like even if I cared about the person that I was with, 
I just, there was always a disconnect. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, you know, I don't know. I felt like I was always like chasing after some unattainable thing. And, you know, I, I dated people in Philly, in New York, in London, in Scranton, like, and none of it ever felt quite right. It always, something was always kind of off, but I tried, I really tried to like be as present as I could. And it just never worked. <laughs> and, you know, that's fine. And I still have a lot of um, great memories with those people, but it just wasn't. Do you think, did you find similarities between the people that you dated? Um, a little. Um, so I've, I've dated people who are younger than me mm-hmm. and I've dated people who are much, much older than me. Yes. And it, even still, somehow, like they felt like the same people. And maybe like the younger person was just that mature or the older people were just really immature. I don't know yeah. where, where that like coincides, but yeah, I, there definitely, I think were some, especially with the ones that were like my more serious relationships. Um, the one that I mean the people that I just like casually dated without ever really like becoming anything serious was just, you know, trying to like throw darts and see like what gets me the bullseye. That's a, that's a very, oh, wow. I like that. Thank you. I think also, at least I, I, I noticed in your dating experiences, cause you know, I mean, I, we've been yeah, dating for so many years, but like, yeah. yeah. And I noticed, well, you have such a passion for music, which is, I, that's one yeah. of the things that I love about you. Like right. you, I'm not a musician, but I, but I love. Yes, you are. You are. You can music. sing and you have made your own songs on SoundCloud. <laughs> I wouldn't call that me being a musician if I can just work garage band every once hey, in a while. Hey, I don't know how to fucking do that. So, but I, I realize, I mean, you surround yourself with musicians and these creative people uh, creative fucking mm-hmm. people and these mm-hmm. artists and i'm not trying to give artists like a bad rap because i'm an artist but sure. i think sometimes when it comes to musicians they don't know how to be in relationships nope. so they're not nope. good because especially as an, as, ones at higher levels yeah because especially mm-hmm. as an artist like you're traveling all the time and all around in different places and it's kind of like already showing I can't be in a relationship because I, I'm not staying in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not present mentally. Yeah. And I, I don't, I don't know what my tangent was on, but I, I've seen, yeah. I, I've seen the similarities and I mean, Patrick is completely different than. Yeah. Other and he's a musician, but he's, but it's different. Like he is just completely, 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 completely different. And like, I remember when you, well, I, you'll tell the story, but I remember yes. when like you first started, talking to him and talking about it. I remember in college, I was like, oh, he's so fucking cool. Oh my God, I always wanted to be his friend too. Yeah, yes. Yeah, it felt this, like comparing, I was thinking about this earlier before we got on the call, like yeah. comparing how my life was previously and like where I've been now the last two and a half years, I've found that 
thing that I thought was unattainable. Has it already been two and a half years? Two and a half years. Holy shit balls. I know. I know. <laughs> I remember when you just started dating. Yes. So previously, my longest yes. relationship before this two and a half years was seven months. That's a long time. So I think that's a disparity. Long time. And I think, and honestly, like, it's such a cliche, but like, when you know, you know. <laughs> like, no, it's true. And, and I knew even though Patrick and I were friends before we ever dated, when we actually started dating, I knew within six weeks. Yeah. Like definitely within the first month. And it feels awesome. (laughs) How did you two officially like start? Well, I know the story, but how, how did you first, which I love. I love this first, like this first, ah, right, I just love right. it. Yeah, you yeah. say it. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it's so funny when I, every time I think about it. So like he was a senior in college when I was a freshman. Yes. And the end of my freshman year, end of his senior year, he had a party at his house. And I remember I went with Danielle, my friend Danielle, our friend Danielle. Yes. And uh, I remember, I kind of like knew who he was because he was like a minor campus celebrity because he had a song on the radio. He had two songs on the radio. And he was basically the lead vocalist in acapella. Yes. His voice is like fucking butter. Amazing. Yes. Um, So I knew who he was. I'd never met him, but I was like aware of him and acapella male acapella group had just had their spring concert. So I'd like seen him performing and it like, it was, it was great. And yep. then went to this party at his house and I remember, and he doesn't remember this. Of course. <laughs> and yeah, but he was standing like, I was standing on, on the bottom of his like staircase and hold on i'm getting a facetime call oh i whatever you busy i'm busy um busy but i um was standing at the bottom of the steps at his house he walked by and i don't know who initiated the conversation but we ended up talking for like 10 or 15 minutes and i remember like he like got pulled away to do something or deal with something or whatever. And I remember like turning to Danielle and being like, oh my God. <laughs> oh and like I immediately, immediately had a crush on him. Yeah. And it was the end of the year. So then like the summer happened. He had obviously graduated. But I remember that whole summer, I was obsessed with his SoundCloud. <laughs> And I would like put it on like all the time for people, like just by myself, like all of it. And I just like had like such a little girl crush. Like I felt like I was like a little girl. And so then, you know, over the next couple of years, uh, we kind of like fell out of touch a little bit, but then our, one of our mutual friends, um, Caitlin, and her now husband, Nick, um, they were having a house party. And I went and I didn't know that K- 
Caitlin and Patrick were friends. And I went and Patrick was there. And I remember being like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, it's so nice (laughs) to see him. And we ended up talking like in their kitchen for like an hour and a half and nothing happened. Literally all we did was talk. I I learned later that he was like trying to get me to like come home with him. (laughs) Shut the fuck up. Oh Oh, yeah. Oh my God. I didn't know that. I learned this recently and uh, trying. Mm -hmm. Then, and I was just like completely oblivious. And then, you know, I saw him like one or two more times after that. But then Caitlin and Nick's wedding was August of 2018 and I showed up alone and I mean I knew some of Caitlin and Nick's friends um like just from the house parties that they'd had so like I didn't feel awkward or uncomfortable but I definitely wanted to like find somebody to latch on to for the whole wedding yes and Patrick was playing music during their cocktail hour mm-hmm. and I saw him even before the ceremony and uh we like made small talk and then we sat next to each other at the ceremony and then we were seated at the same table at the wedding and i remember i sat somewhere that like purposely had an empty seat next to it hoping that he would you smart sit next to me and he didn't he sat on the other side of the table i was like okay like in my head i'm like all right maybe it's nothing like whatever turned out he thought that like somebody else was already sitting there no then he got got too cold so he ended up moving next to me anyways because he was Mm -hmm. like right under the air vent whatever so literally that entire wedding we spend the entire time together like we are dancing together. He asks me to slow dance at one point. I'm like, wow, I feel like I'm like a teenager. Wow. Um, Your college like, dreams are coming true. Truly like my inner 19 year old self was like, oh my God, it's finally happening. And I'm sure in his mind, he was like, oh my God, I tried to take her home a year and a half ago and that didn't work out. So like, so basically like the wedding ends and I don't know how it happened, but like we helped like clean up a little bit. Uh, but we were the very last people to leave the wedding. Like literally the last people to leave the venue. We walked back to our cars and like we exchanged phone numbers because at, at this point we didn't have each other's number. And then <laughs> we like awkwardly hug goodbye and like kind of make like a pseudo plan Mm-hmm. to go to like the wedding brunch the next day right and so then I go home whatever and like I texted him first I remember this too I texted him first and I was like hey like really fun time with you at the wedding like if you're down to go to the brunch like I'm probably still gonna go tomorrow like let me know if you want to go too or yada yada and he didn't answer me for a couple hours and I was like like this is so suspenseful (laughs) finally he answered me and i learned later that he was just like afraid to respond (laughs) oh my god and so then uh we both end up going to the breakfast 
like hanging out there. And it was Labor Day weekend. So then after the breakfast, he invited me to go to his apartment. They were having a barbecue. Yes. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I remember this. And so I went to that. And I remember I was like already, my crush had returned. I was like, I was feeling it again. And I remember like being there, hit it off with his friends. And then like we go inside and we like turn on like a documentary or something like that. And he fell asleep on my shoulder on the couch. And then I kind of fell asleep too. And then when we both woke up, it was like four in the morning. And I was like, I guess I can still drive home. Like, that'll be fine. And then he was like, do you want to stay over? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, yeah, I do. I do want to stay over. And I stayed over. Nothing happened. Not a single thing. Mm -hmm. We, we We didn't kiss. We didn't snuggle. We just literally both were two individuals laying in his bed. And then we got coffee in the morning. I went home. Then I've seen him almost every single day since. <laughs> it was <laughs> like literally it was it was that just like natural to just be like we just both want to keep seeing each other. I just can't believe it was two and a half years ago. I fucking know, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> I know. Cause like I said, I remember the beginning of all of this and just time has time flies. Time yeah. flies. And it, and it feels it doesn't feel like it's I've been in a relationship for two and a half years. It just right. feels like it, it feels it feels longer than that, but it also feels like it just happened. Right. And like and I love everything about it. <laughs> I do. I really I I never thought I would be this person. And now, I really, really yes. never did. And now here we are moving in together. Domestic life, two cats and a chinchilla. <laughs> <laughs> two cats and a chinchilla. And now everything makes sense why he is my sister wife, because sister mm-hmm. wife, I'm sorry. Because sister. yeah, because it makes sense because we're both seeing you. Yes. Yeah. So yes. I, I'm fine with it. Yeah, and he's cool with it, and we're he's fine. He's cool with it. Everything's yeah. cool. Yeah. We're all on board. Yes. So you guys. We're doing your thing, having mm-hmm. your life, you know, all of that. Then yeah. Corona happened. Right. What, I mean, wh- uh, what was so, the start of that for you? For the both yeah. of Yeah. So I remember the day of the shutdown in Philly was March 16th. Yeah. Uh, it was a Monday and I was supposed to be working because I work at the bar Sunday through Wednesday. So I went in for my Monday shift. I had already known that like, Things were not looking great. And I went in and they said like everything was shut down effective immediately. So we didn't open the bar. The next day was supposed to be St. Patty's Day and Patrick was actually going to be playing music at oh, the bar. Right. Um, so we ended up immediately quarantining together. And I mean, I, I sleep over pretty much every night anyways I think yeah I would be home like maybe two nights a week one or two nights a week 
Um, so it wasn't really like a difficult transition. It just became this thing where it's like, okay, all of a sudden you're here and like, you're staying here and like, there's no, it's not like you can go out. Right. Yes. So it, I mean, like I said, it was just a natural, easy thing to kind of cope with, uh, at the, at this time as well, uh, his former roommate and her boyfriend were also quarantining here. So the four of us were all here together. We made our little quarantine. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and then, yeah, it was a pretty, e- like I said, a pretty easy thing to transition into because it was already sleeping over almost every night. So, um, I did end up, I went home, you know, to check on my cat and like get new clothes and everything. Yeah. About three and a half weeks to a month in, but then I immediately came right back here. I didn't want to like worry about like, um, really spending too much time with my roommates or anything like that, just because, you know, at the beginning of quarantine, nobody knew what you should and shouldn't do. Right. Um, yeah. And I, I think too, like it definitely, cause I, I knew that I wanted to live together sooner than I think he did. Right. And I think quarantine helped sort of solidify the fact that we could do it. Right. And we would be, we wouldn't like struggle and obviously we're normal people. We have arguments and we get annoyed and whatever, but at the end of the night, like we're getting into bed and snuggling and like, we need a good snuggle. We need, right. We need a good snuggle, especially during a time like this when it's just so, uh, it's, uh, you just don't know, you don't know what's going to happen. And that that's great that you guys had such an easy transition. We've never, we've never gone to bed angry. That is great. Have you guys Mm -hmm. had any like big arguments that was very hard to, okay, yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, we're human. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, we are a clash of personalities. I think I'm, I'm very stubborn and not always. I appreciate that, but definitely not always. We're all stubborn. It's okay. Um, there was, you know, one time back in May where we were on the brink of, I think, breaking up, which I, I, I was, te- I texted you about it, I think a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Um, we were on the brink of ending it. And I think when we came back around, the one thing that we both kept agreeing on is we can't lose each other. We don't want to lose each other. Not that we can't, but like we don't want to lose each other and we love each other too much to ever risk causing such a a big rift. Yeah. Do you think it's because of the constant like being together? Because I think I, at the time, like I hadn't gone back to work yet. Right. And there was there were no real like outlets like I couldn't leave for a few hours just so that we each have like our time right 
Um, so yeah, I definitely think that it, it caused a bit of a strain, you know, after two months of constant being together, right? Seven, yeah. So, but it, like I said, at the end of the day, it came back down to like we love each other too much to ever want anything to happen. Right. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I know mm-hmm. that when your job opened up again, mm-hmm. I know, I remember you did move back to your place. I, mo- I went back to the house. Um, we had decided that for at least the first two weeks that I was back okay. to stay separated um, from each other for safety reasons not knowing because I was going back to being right in the middle of it, you know, being in public and I was driving and, um, you know, and you don't know how people are going to be like, they're going to be the fucking idiots. Exactly. You don't know who's going to walk into the bar and who's going to try and be, you know, difficult. And at the time too, the first month and a half that we had reopened, um, we were only doing takeout and delivery but you know, people still could come inside and get their orders at the bar. So like, you just never knew really what. Um, Did you have any, oh, sorry. I was gonna say, do you have any like exam or not examples, but like any times when somebody came in and like, oh, yeah. weren't wearing a mask and you had to say something? Yes, multiple how, times. How multiple did people times. usually take that? <sighs> One, <laughs> oh, God, people suck. I know. The first big time that it happened, some guy tried to come in and we told him like, hey, you cannot come in here without a mask. It's on the door. We really are trying to follow this rule. And he was like, well, it's optional. And we were like, okay, sure. It's optional, you know, in the world, technically, I guess you don't have to, but it's mandatory here. You have to do it here and there's no excuse. And so he literally went out and like, borrowed his friend's mask shut the fuck up and like came back in and we were like (laughs) so gross and then another time like two or three months later some guy tried to come in with like this like fake medical card saying that he like couldn't wear a mask and we were like it doesn't matter a these things are phony b we literally don't let people inside without a mask. So like, if you really have a medical issue, call for takeout instead and we'll bring it to you to your car. But like, yep. you cannot come inside. And he literally left and two minutes later came back with a mask. So it's not like he didn't have one. He was just being fucking lazy. He just didn't want to wear it. Oh my. It's awful. People and... say that it's a medical excuse, but I'm sorry. Did you look at the award show where Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande I fucking, fucking sang and, and, and danced? Absolutely. Like I have, I have no. asthma and I can wear my mask for hours on end without exactly. pulling it down while exactly. I'm working. Exactly. Like God. it's not hard. Do you it's think that um, took a toll on your relationship a little bit? Um, yes and no. I mean, I think the first couple of weeks of being back because it was so unknown and we didn't know like how it was going to play out right uh, whether it would be safe or not safe but i think ultimately you know it's turned out to be a good thing because 
you know, even if we are a little annoyed with each other when I'm going to work, I can, we can be separated for a few hours and kind of come back at the end and again, never go to bed angry. Exactly. I mean, yeah, never go to bed angry because that just makes everything worse. And yeah, exactly. You don't want to wake up feeling shitty about the night before. So yeah. When did, um, you both of you feel comfortable living together again uh, while you were still going to work? Um, like mm, right around the end of May, okay. beginning of June. So okay. I went back to work. Actually, I'd say more like middle or beginning or middle of June because I went back to work May 15th and then we did that two weeks being separated. Right. And then, Yeah like right around end of May, beginning of June, middle of June-ish. And because we just realized like, we don't want to not see each other. That just isn't fun. No. And I, because I was just like delivery doing, dri- like driving around, um, I was sitting like in a corner booth, like mask up all the time, like right. doing contactless d- delivery. So I wasn't really coming in contact with people. Right. Um, and so then, yeah, now, I mean, I'm, we're the bar up until tomorrow will have been open, um, for actual service. So mm-hmm. I'm more, I've been more in danger now the last couple of months than even at the beginning. Right. And now we've been fine. And I see him still almost every night. Right. And now with the second wave, third, sorry, third wave happening in uh, Philly, everything's going to be shut down again. It's going to be great. Right. So then I'm I'm going back to doing delivery and takeout. So we literally what it was at the beginning of the summer. I mean, at least um, you guys are, you guys are officially moving in together. So at least that's going to help. And what, what made you guys finally pull the trigger and do that? So, yeah, so like I said, I, I always kind of knew that I was ready for it sooner than I think he right. was, which is, again, completely fine. Yeah. Uh, and then his roommate moved out, and she moved in with her boyfriend back in Westchester, PA. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've been together for two and a half years, and it kind of came down to, like, okay, do you really want – excuse me, do you really want to have to deal with finding another new roommate? Or I've been saying for a year you have. that I think we are ready. I think we are strong enough. I understand the concerns that come along with it because it's a huge leap of faith mm-hmm. in assuming that, you know, everything is still going to be fine. But what it came down to was, you know, if we don't take the leap of faith, then our relationship can never continue to grow or progress. Yeah. And the only way to do it is just to do it. (laughs) I agree. I, I, I mean, I'm so, I remember, was it, it was last year when you, when the two of you were in New York and I remember you were talking about possibly like thinking of moving to Brooklyn. It was, was, that was, um, valentine's weekend it was yes yes it was because you came up to see mean girls no actually. oh so was mean girls was mean girls was last summer this oh, valentine's right. day yes 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 it was during was, my birthday he, he surprised me 
for Valentine's Day going to New York. Uh, we stayed in his parents' friend's apartment. Yes, yes. Uh, in Chelsea. Yes. And then literally we were only going to be there just overnight. And after the first night, like, we went and we saw Michael Che at Caroline's. Yes. Okay. Was, yes. I, and I had no idea literally until we were like seated. I remember he told me about it. Yes. And uh, like after that, we woke up on Saturday morning and we were like, we can extend this to Sunday. And like, we just like had like the best New York weekend. And I, I think it for mutually for both of us, it is one of our favorite memories in our whole relationship is just that whole weekend of just like having an apartment in New York and like seeing a show and we saw his best friend from high school on Saturday morning. And then Saturday night, we saw Garrett. Yes. And it was just like, it just was so, it just felt like normal. It felt right. It yeah. Felt right. Um, and I think that was the first time that we had sort of like an inkling of like, let's start actually seriously considering living together. And look where you are now. And here we are now, in Philly, which I'm still totally fine with, but we're doing it, doing the dang thing. We are doing the dang thing. What have you learned about yourself and about your your relationship during this time? About myself, I'm much more domestic than I ever thought I would be. There you go. Okay. Like, I love being a provider and I love yeah. cooking and like, yes. it's you're so... a very good chef. You are. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I got very into it during quarantine, especially, but it, like even before that, like I, I realized that I like as much as I always touted myself as being this like independent, bold, like free spirited person. I really do like having the stability of a partner mm-hmm. and we call it we call each other teammates I love that so like it's nice to have a teammate and like wanting to see each other thrive as the people we are we're not gonna mm-hmm. we're not trying to change each other ever uh it's just it's it, nice to know that there's always somebody in my corner no matter yeah. what's happening anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I, I mean, wow. I love that. I, like I said, Patrick is, <laughs> he is, he's wonderful. He is so wonderful. And I remember when you guys first started dating and like, I think anybody that like they, their partner, they want to get to know you and your friends and your family. Yeah. They're fucking in it and i love that me and patrick we would text just saying like hey how are you like how's everything going or when he's trying to surprise something for you he'll tell me and ask me and i'm like oh yeah she'll fucking love it yeah and the times that like you guys stayed over at my place and we would just have wife nights and Mm -hmm. i just i i love that i have been here to this story. you've seen the whole thing yeah and like yes you've had your up and downs but every relationship does yeah, and exactly. i think that i just i'm so happy for you and i have been since you guys met and started it's true and <laughs> i just 
the relationship, like your relationship in the past episodes, like Sean and Zach and Caitlin and her boyfriend, like it just shows like there are good people out there and like it everybody has their person too everybody has their person and that's gonna take Mm -hmm. time and Mm -hmm. like you guys are fucking thriving and look at all your animals your animal babies (laughs) our small zoo (laughs) your small zoo which by the way how is since i haven't i the fact that he's my son and i still haven't met him yet is pretty franklin is great like uh he's same as ever he's chin chilling he's chin (laughs) chilling Um, Franklin's great. Bowie's great. Uh, they are, I mean, Bowie is so adaptable to literally anything. So the fact that we're He's moving, he, he is, he literally He's is. The fact that we're moving doesn't phase him at all. And, you know, Franklin just lives in his cage. So he is pretty unbothered as well. So, uh, it's, the yeah, are good. they're the great. Are good. Do you have any recommendations or advice for, people that are in relationships during quarantine or want to find their teammate yeah yeah uh in general I mean I said it earlier but like don't go to bed angry ever it's gonna make things worse and like you're gonna dwell on things far more than you need to yeah um always be honest uh, even when you're arguing or, or not or having like a low moment it's always important to like, not hold anything back because that'll come back to bite you in the ass later or you know vice versa like don't feel like if you think they're keeping something from you don't feel afraid to be like I need I need more yeah but yeah I think like Honestly, like he is one of my best friends in the whole world. And I think that's very easily attributable to just us like talking constantly and communication. Right. Sometimes, you know, there's a wall that I hit. Um, but you know, you also pick your battles, like don't make fights that are unnecessary mm-hmm. uh, and especially something too that like if you're not truly bothered by it like deep down if you think about it and you're not bothered by it like let it go <laughs> yeah <laughs> go. I gotta learn that I gotta learn that and not let my hormones get to me that way because there's <laughs> well absolutely and you know I'm we're both human everybody's human like we both have mental health struggles and yes just having to remember like better to be supportive than be combative uh and yeah i love that i love i love this love story i love this love story and i love like and i just i'm just so excited for the two of you and i just love you and like i'm just so happy that like you wanted to be on this i'm so honored to be a part of it always yeah tell the whole world where to find you because you are like you got the social media shit down well sort of but you do yes you do my instagram is viva la mags with two g's yes but my twitter is viva la mags with one g how have i never noticed that yes so uh 
the Twitter account I had first and I wanted on Instagram to have the same, the Viva Mags with just one G, yes. but it was already taken. And so this was in 2013 or whatever. So it might be free now. I don't know, but <laughs> uh, you but should yes. find the person. If it's still not, if it's still taken, you should go and like ask me like, ask yo, I'll it. pay you 20 bucks. If you Something. let me just have give me my handle, <laughs> give me my handle. That was episode 11 on It's Not Me, It's COVID. I hope that you enjoyed hearing me and Maggie talk about our love story, but also her other love story with Patrick, my sister wife, her boyfriend. And I love them. It just, like I said, there is another great relationship out there. So there are there are good relationships and good people. And these are two that I just, I love. Uh, if you like this episode or other episodes or want to listen to other episodes or just want to see what's going on, like and subscribe and share where I'm on Apple. Am I? I'm we? I'm sure I'm. I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, go on the social media. It's not me. It's COVID pod on Instagram, thinking about it, getting a Twitter. Tell me what your thoughts are. And until next time on It's Not Me, It's COVID, I'll see you later.